Good morning. It is about 6.30 in the morning. It's actually kind of nice out today. I'd say in the 40s. I forgot to check. And welcome to another episode of Just How Stupid Is Brand. The show that begs the question, just how stupid is brand? Today's answer, pretty stupid. As you may know, we didn't do a morning walk yesterday. It's because I'm very sick. Day before, (laughs) I said, boy, I sure hope I'm not coming down with something. And then I went on to talk about how, yeah, I practically said, not even God can stop me from walking again. (sighs) I'm walking with Mr. Jasper this morning, who may have decided that this wasn't such a fun idea after all. What with the rain and everything. I'm going to be walking a little slower than normal because I'm still sick, but I will be sick for a long time, so I'm okay with that. See, without getting into any seriously gross details, Here's what happened. About four or five months ago, I had this surgery. Nothing serious. The uh, actual surgery was a dream. Not even any pain. Barely any recuperation time at all. I mean, I was back to work next week. Anyway. Um, so yeah, as the surgeon goes, I highly recommend my doctor. However, about a month after the surgery, I got what's called an abscess, which, if that sounds like one of those biblical things, yeah, pretty much is. This is what they hit Job with, boils on the skin and such. So, I'm 39 years old, managed to avoid ever even knowing what an abscess was. And now suddenly I had one. And uh, short version is, it's basically like a Godzilla zit. It's your basic infected pore kind of thing, but deep under the skin builds up and hurts like hell. Like all infections, it'll affect the uh, skin around it, turning it sensitive, red, and all that kind of stuff. So, I went to see the guy who had done the surgery. And honestly, he didn't even know what it was. He just gave me antibiotics, packed it away, said, okay, well, we'll see how it works. And it went away. So whatever. Then, 
about a few weeks to a month later after the antibiotics course was done and I was antibiotic free, suddenly I got another one while on my honeymoon. And I just, that sucks. I mean, we worked hard to have fun. We worked hard to have fun over the uh, honeymoon, and I think it's something that we will remember for years as a good time. We're glad we went, all that kind of thing. But there was a lot of walking, and I had this massive sore on the back of my thigh. So every step, I mean, I was limping for most of it. I tried to go to Universal Studios while limping. And the antibiotics they gave me made me photosensitive. So let me tell you, Universal Studios is not great for shade. Anyway, so anyway, um, so yeah, I'd now had, I'd gone 39 years without ever having one of these sores before. Suddenly, I got two in the space of three months. So I go to my GP, and he said, it could just be a coincidence. It could just be one of those things. So we're going to get antibiotics. We're going to get, you know, cover it, keep it clean, and see how it goes. Now, it's worth noting... <laughs> It's worth noting, I'm not a fan of antibiotics. Uh, as you know, culture, biotics, uh, antibiotics are being so often passed around by doctors that we're basically evolving a bacterial culture that has a resistance to antibiotics. So... I'm not a fan of taking a lot of them myself. I want to make the body heal as much as possible. At the same time, man, you've got a serious injury. You find yourself saying, all right, well, give it to me. So now, two abscesses in the space of three or four months. I got a, a basic, regular zit on my neck that turned into, like, this monster... Zit. It wasn't. It wasn't an abscess. It wasn't a, a, a sore or anything. It was just a zit. But I had to uh, wear a band-aid over it for like three days because it was so bad. So basically, I'm coming to terms with the fact that my body is not handling basic infections very well. And then, let's see. Two days ago. I noticed a lump, hardening of, you know, like there's a mass in your skin. And by now, I'm an old hand at it. I can say, all right, I recognize this. This is going to be another abscess. How messed up is that? That I've actually got to where I can spot them. Anyway, so I knew I had few uh, days or weeks of pain coming. 
And uh, at first, it was just hardening of the skin. By the end of the day, it was a giant malleable mass. And by the next day, started in on the pain. So I made an appointment with my doctor. It's worth noting that I also came down with a cold. I don't know if it's a regular cold or what, but basic cold flu symptoms. By the way, I'm doing my best to keep this from being gross, but I'm sorry for any TMI stuff. <clears throat> the grossest part is over though, so if you've gotten through this point, no real need to, uh, to switch away. Uh, anyway, so at this point, Allie and I are ready to call this a chronic abscess problem. So we go online. I mean, what can cause chronic abscesses? Turns out there is something. One of the candidates, probably my least favorite, is Crohn's disease. I know very, very little about this, but what I know scares me. So, really hoping it's not that. A better candidate, one that doctors are pretty much ready to call it without even a test, is, whoa! I don't know if you can see this, but there is a deer crossing the street. Oh, please tell me that truck sees it. Please see a truck. Okay, truck is slowing. Deer is hurrying. All right, deer is safely across the street. All right. So, anyway, more likely candidate, one that honestly I'm hoping for at this point, is a colonized staph infection. Staphylococcus or whatever. Anyway. And one of the things, we were looking at things that could cause a staph infection. Going through the list and there's absolutely nothing lifestyle-wise that should fit that. Except recent surgery. Dun, dun, dun. Had a recent surgery. Suddenly, oh, another effect of uh, staph infection. Reduced immune response. Woohoo! So, I got a cold and I got boils. So, I had an appointment to see my GP yesterday, but there was a scheduling mix up. They had to make it today. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there in a lot of pain. So, I went to one of the urgent care places. And that was where they basically said, look, yeah, definitely, you've got a staph infection. So, long story short, long story short, I'm gonna be sick for a while. And if I let being sick or the rain or any of that stuff keep me from doing the morning walk, then I'm gonna miss out on the morning walk for weeks, at least. So, 
reasons why I shouldn't be here right now. One, it hurts every time I take a step. The meds help. But all the same, you got raw inflamed skin. Every step hurts. I'm making the argument that blood flow will help healing. And it's part of what this walk is. Reason number two, it's raining, you moron. And you have a reduced immunity. Yeah, but I'm already got the cold. And besides, even with the rain, it's kind of nice. Oh, caveat. Some of you may be saying, hey, moron, you're recording this on an electronic device in the rain. And I would say, yes, you're absolutely right. I am recording this on an electronic device in the rain. And I understand how this could be a electrical issue. But I happen to remember a famous video. Oh no, I just saw the picture. I didn't look at the video. Made by Robert Scoble, where he used Google Glass in the shower. No, I didn't see any of those pictures. I just saw pictures of him wearing the glass in the shower. So, while these things may not be waterproof, I imagine they're water resistant. And I've got my little ski mask cap on to protect my poor tender head. So I should be good there. Let's see. Oh, reason number three. I don't have good shoes for this. See, it's raining, and so far in the morning walks, I've been using those natural walking Vibram five-fingered shoes. Nineteen minutes. Which for me, pretty much par for the course. For me being sick, it's actually pretty decent. Anyway, uh, so normally I have those Vibram toe shoes, but it's been getting cold recently and you can't exactly wear socks with those shoes. Before anybody asks, yes, they do make special five-fingered socks. No, thank you. I just don't feel like you get the same level of protection from the elements. Um, so, then what are my options? My only other shoes that I had in the house were the uh, work shoes, which are fairly preppy, hush puppy kind of shoes. Not great for long walks. Need something more like a sneaker. Problem is, the only other shoes I had were these things. I don't know if you can even see them. But, assuming you're getting the audio for this, imagine sneakers with a gigantic low gauge coil 
on the bottom and a support underneath so that every time the heel of the shoe goes down, it bounces on the spring, providing much needed support. I know, sounds ridiculous, kinda is. But, it does provide good support. Unfortunately, it's made for I got it from a, I got the idea from a UPS guy. He said it saved him. It was so awesome because he's on his feet all the time. I've also heard nurses say these things are amazing. So I got them a long time ago. Yay. Which means that every step I take is bouncing on a little spring. So getting back to the how stupid is this plan? I'm bouncing on a little spring on my heels with every step in the rain. <clears throat> I feel like there should be a Gene Kelly joke there. Oh no, I'm sorry, Ginger Rogers. Doing everything backwards and in heels. <sighs> so, you might ask, Brand, do you have any non stupid weird shoes. Like I said, I got my business shoes. I got my shoes for my regular job. Oh man, I'm telling you, this is wearing me out. Yeah, I know. You saw that coming 10 minutes ago. Well, Brand, you're fighting off something. Maybe you're not gonna have the energy for this. So listen up, kids. Let me be a cautionary tale. Don't be as dumb as Brand. Nice though. Kind of able to gather my thoughts and wonder and walk into a white SUV apparently. You just know if I walk in front of her, she's going to suddenly look up and try to drive. Yeah. Today is gonna be fun. I'm gonna go to work. Yeah, I'm sick, but I'm not communicable. So, I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna sit in my little cube. I'm gonna optimize my code. 
I'm going to plug in my headphones. I'm just going to get into that programmer zone where all you see is functions, variables, and swearing at earlier programmers because they still code like it's the 90s. That is going to be my day. Tomorrow, Thanksgiving. And I have no freaking idea how I'm going to do that. That's going to be exciting. I anticipate a whole lot of me sitting nearly recumbent and saying, yeah, you know, I'd love to, but I can't with the chatting and the fellowship and the friendship and the, yeah. Gonna be awesome. Hey, Pomodoro Pizza. We had Pomodoro Pizza last night. It had ricotta cheese on it. And cloves of garlic. I don't think I'm gonna do that again. Cloves of garlic taste like, I mean, when you cook actual cloves of garlic, tastes like flavorless mushrooms. And the, uh, <coughs> excuse me. And the ricotta cheese tastes like crumbly dirt. You know what, I'll go ahead and admit that. When I was one of the, when I was a kid, four or five, thank you. When I was a kid, about four or five, I was one of those kids who ate dirt, absolutely. I have a long, long history of not being terribly clever. $49.99 Android tablets available now. Open early on Black Friday. Android tablets being code for the lowest level 4.2 Android you can get. I mean the lowest level hardware you can get a 4.2 Android on. So that you take it home and then your kid asks, will it play Angry Birds? And you say, yes, here. It will play Angry Birds, and it will play Cut the Rope. And then you find out the recent updates don't support that. And then you give the angry grunt of the Simpson. Despite medical issues, I managed to get a lot of work done yesterday. I managed to uh, clean up a lot of code. That's good. <coughs> Given that's what they're paying me for right now. And. Uh, 
family all watched the new Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Not this week's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., last week's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The one that is supposed to be about the tie-in with Thor. And you know, I knew it wasn't going to be a direct tie-in. Sort of like when the Matrix did extra video to go along with Matrix, uh, what was it, Revolutions? Anyway, the second one. They made a whole bunch of bonus content to show what the hidden missions did. And the bonus content added nothing to the story because it was completely unnecessary. And people realized, I don't actually want to watch short stories that don't have anywhere near the production budget of the main story. Turns out, this is not fun. And so they decided that the idea of side projects, secondary uh, content was useless. Jasper, sit. Sit. Stay. No, sit. You're ruining the shot, puppy. Okay. That should work. Good boy. Anyway, so, yeah, in general, they shy away from tie-ins that actually have anything to do with the real content, but this one was surprisingly far off the mark. I mean, okay, you're not going to have actually Thor. You're not going to get Tom Hiddles, whatever, Hiddleton, something like that. You're not going to get uh, Chris Hem Hemsworth. Yeah, you're not going to get these guys. You're sure as hell not going to get... Uh, oh, I am so tired. <sighs> what was his name? Silence of the Lambs guy. Brilliant actor. He played Odin. Anyway, you're not going to get any of them. You don't have to get any of them. They had Peter McNichol, which, honestly, I thought was kind of a coup. I remember him from Dragon Slayer. I thought he was awesome in that. Now that I think about it, Dragon Slayer may have been the first time I saw a naked woman. Well, I mean, since I was old enough to realize that I was looking at a naked woman. Don't get me wrong, Dragon Slayer isn't porn, but they have one character who's the leader of the warriors, and it's a girl who pretends to be a guy, we don't find that out until the naive Sorcerer's Apprentice decides he's going to go swimming at the same time that she's swimming, and when he dives underwater, everybody in the audience gets an eyeful. So, yeah, it was a fleeting moment, not enough to really even screw up their ratings, I think. But, let me tell you something. When you are on the cusp of manhood, that is a marketable, marketable, remarkable scene. Remarkable. Anyway, so they got Peter McNichol. That was pretty cool. And they did a good job with him. Whoa, like three more deer. Four. It's okay, deer. Up oh, five. 
There was one cleverly hiding like five feet away from me. It's okay, dear. Hunters don't talk to themselves really loud. That's a hint. Anyway. Uh, um, so yeah, I knew they weren't going to have any serious house guardians, but seriously, all they had as a tie-in was talking about the Norse gods. Barely even talking about Thor to say, oh, he's so dreamy. So, it's funny. They hyped S.H.I.E.L.D. by saying that it had a tie-in with the movie, when you would think that the movie cameo, I mean, that the movie cameo was there to improve the movie sales. No, if anything, it was there to make people say, wow, this is happening in the same world as that cool movie. Honestly, they brought Thor's story into S.H.I.E.L.D. just to make people like S.H.I.E.L.D. more. Let me tell you, as a Joss Whedon fan, and there are many of us, I cared not one whit for the references to Norse as Guardians. Not one. The single coolest moment in that episode was when Coulson said, did I fall asleep? And the girl said, for a little while. Oh man, that was freaking awesome. If you're, if you don't recognize the reference, it's from a Joss Whedon show from a few years back called Dollhouse. That was absolutely brilliant. And it was canceled like twice. It was meant to be a uh, vehicle for, uh, oh, what's her name? Dushku. Liza Dushku. And she's an okay actress and all that. But she didn't bring anything really amazing to it. Enough that it would hold you and say, wow, this is definitely not Buffy. Wow, this is definitely not River Tam. They even added Summer Glau in. And Summer Glau was a cooler character. I guess what I'm saying is, if you want to make a name for yourself, don't make that name the girl who's known for having no character. The girl whose character changes in every episode. The girl that people simply cannot identify with because she cannot identify herself. That's not a good vehicle. Anyway, that aside, and you know what? Let's do a little Six Degrees with Kevin Bacon here. You've got Joss Whedon, who is tied to Dollhouse. Let's jump to Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods has, uh, I forget his name, the guy who played Topher. Topher was clearly one of the best characters in Dollhouse. I mean, whether you're talking about modern day or the future Topher, both of them were awesome in their own way. Both of them relatable, understandable, and pretty genius. 
and both of them very, very sad. This was a great character and a good actor. So you do Cabin in the Woods, and he's basically playing Shaggy for the Scooby Crew. And who plays Fred from the Scooby Crew on that one? Oh, that's right. Chris Hemsworth. Thor. So, it's not like Joss Whedon's, you know, sphere of influence. It's not like his Rolodex doesn't have Hemsworth on it. It's not like Hemsworth doesn't want to work with Joss Whedon. The fact that there's no Loki, the fact that there's no Thor, the fact that there's no Odin in S.H.I.E.L.D. is because Marvel does not think that S.H.I.E.L.D. is a good enough vehicle for Thor. Marvel, just by doing this tie-in, is showing a lack of support for S.H.I.E.L.D. They don't believe in it. Robo Lady says we made 18 minutes per mile, which is pretty amazing given that, you know, we're sick and wearing stupid shoes in the rain. Puppy doesn't seem to mind. I was afraid he'd really hate being outside in the rain. We're gonna have to towel him off something proper. Anyway, so. Yeah. Speaking of Topher, as much as I love seeing Peter McNichol as the professor, what's his face? Now that we know the dollhouse tie-in and we're thinking that way, Chris Hemsworth, dollhouse tie-in, what would have been so bad about making that Topher as the professor? If you've already seen the episode, you know the professor goes through a few character changes. And looks pretty amazing while he's doing it. The guy who played Topher would have been phenomenal in that. In the end, it was a pretty transparent attempt to make Agent Cardboard look like he's got a bit more of a character. <laughs> because he's really only known for being the Hulk, walking around, smacking into people, and telling the scientists to shut up. So they decided to do character development by saying, oh yeah, we're going to show him having an excess of rage, and we're going to get to his deep, dark secret of his secret shame that he's buried deep inside, which means that he's still just the Hulk. They even made a reference to, like, Hulk Smash, I think. If you do character development, you have to show something different about the character. You have to make them grow a little bit. You don't just say, no, he's got a perfectly good reason for being two-dimensional. <sighs> anyway. So, yeah, ranty. Uh, let's see. About to run out of power. Should probably get all the... <sighs> normal business. Uh, let's see. Talked about yesterday. Talked about the illness. Talked about... Talked way too much about the illness. Sorry about that. Uh, let's see. Oh, got some writing done. Honestly, I only got about 800 words, but let's face it, as groggy as I am, 
I am thankful for those 800 because we do uh, we do something every day. All right, not yesterday. Yesterday I was pretty much knocked out most of the day, but we do something every day. That's the goal. And I got 800 words, which is nothing to sneeze at. 800 words for today. We're almost at 25,000. So, hit 30 by the end of the month, probably. Which is exactly on course for 90,000 words in three months. And here we are at the house. So, I will hopefully see you guys tomorrow.